Hi, welcome to the Third Space. I'm Kevin Weir, and I'm Jeremy Verkley. And Jeremy Verkley is here with me. Yeah, I just said I'm Jeremy Verkley. All right, here. introduce yourself, Jeremy. Can you not hear me, Kevin? Yeah, that's, that's really funny, Jeremy. No, okay, you're just ignoring me then. Real mature, Kevin. <laughs> you know you're getting really good at this, J man. Yeah, um, whatever. Let's just start the podcast. Let's go. Let's start the podcast. Tech Wizard Kevin. What? <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, we uh, we we started recording this podcast almost. We had um. Uh, there's been technical difficulties. Yeah. In both uh, technical space and in real space. Yes. Yes. They have merged to form the digital space. Yes. Digimon. Um. <laughs> yeah. There are now Digimon around here. There are Digimon here. Digital monsters. If Don't worry. Know. We tape their mouths shut so they can't record anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's not animal cruelty because they're just data. It's yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's like all it's like all those starving Neopets. Yeah, yeah. They never died. They yeah. were just hungry. Yeah, forever. Looks, they look sad. Forever. Speaking of which, you should probably go check your Neopets account if you haven't. <laughs> Do you have Neopets? I did have Neopets. Yeah, I had Neopets as well. Yeah, yeah. I think, we're I, of the generation. We're of the generation of Neopets. Of Neopets. Yeah, yeah. You have nothing to do online. Yeah. Well, really, it was. A, a thing to waste your time online yeah and yeah. when you when you're young what you want to do is waste some time yep time that you'll never get back in the name of fun fun or gambling uh, uh it's a combination of the two yeah <laughs> <laughs> notice how i didn't say gambling is fun <laughs> no gambling i never found gambling that fun i no. went to uh uh I, I think i mentioned this well i went to vegas uh, a while back and wait my, don't yeah. tell me anything everything has to stay there kevin Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just joking. Go ahead and tell your story. Um, And mostly, like, what I got from Vegas is that this city is just not for me. Yeah. Like, I don't gamble. I don't drink. Like, the the big thing that, uh, I guess, my relatives, uh, my relatives being my immediate family. Yeah. Um, we're excited about is that you can just, just drink anywhere. Like, yep. there's just, like. Booze outside, booze inside, yeah. booze in the pool. You get it. You walk down the street, you drink. Yeah. And me, someone who doesn't drink. Yeah. And doesn't gamble. Yep. And doesn't shop. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I felt the same way for many years, Kevin. Yeah. And I haven't been to Vegas, but if I ever have to go to Vegas, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm going to all the different buffets. I mean, yeah, to be fair, yeah. We I mean, we didn't hit them as much. We went to the Mob Museum, and that was cool. Yeah, that'd be cool, too. Yeah. 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 It's not like, like, I really liked when I went to London, because London has a lot of museums. Mm -hmm. And museums are my jam. Because I'm 60 years old. <laughs> because I'm a 60-year-old man. No, I mean, in museums, people say museums are boring, but Love when you museums. go to a place that is different, you can see some really cool stuff. Like, when yeah. I was in New Zealand, I went to uh, their museum there, and it was uh, really quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, museums are awesome. Yeah. Hey, everyone, museums are awesome. Museums Shut are up. great. Shut up, jerks. Yeah. Go to a museum. But, um, yeah, no, buffets in Vegas... I saw one on a TV show that's like ten dollars to get into and has two hundred plus items that are like four star restaurant items. Yeah, I was like, I will go there. You know, we, I will live there. We hit we hit a few good restaurants, but no um, uh, and no, no like special restaurants. Like, there's a few restaurants in Vegas that are like, ooh, this is the like you know this is a you know theme restaurant essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, it's a theme restaurant. Yeah. Um, like uh. Uh, there's that one I think is Heart Attack Grill or something. That doesn't sound like a great place. I think I think like if you're over 350 pounds, you eat free. Uh, uh, how me. does that business stay in business? Because <laughs> those people who want, most want to go there, I yeah, guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's. Uh, I guess they're just culling the population. That's their plan. <laughs> <laughs> Put a Soon. A little bit of natural selection back in this society. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I've had a heart attack. Yeah, I'm I'm going through your wallet here. It says you have seven receipts to a place called Heart Attack Grill. What were you expecting? They they lay their hand softly upon your sweaty cheek and say, "This is for the best." 
<laughs> Does our topic have anything to do with Las Vegas, Kevin? No, it has nothing, it has, it has nothing to do with fat shaming either. No, it doesn't. But to be very clear, not fat shaming, unhealthy shaming. Yeah. It's called the heart attack grill. Yeah. Maybe don't. Maybe don't. Maybe don't go there on a regular basis. If you want to try it out, I get it. Novelty. <laughs> I get it. You know, any place wants. Actually, my theory, we're about to get into the topic, now we're off on tangent again. My theory is that whenever you go to any new place, you go to the McDonald's there. I mean, I say you can look at the McDonald's menu there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you don't have to. You don't yeah. have to get something. I I do get something usually. But because, like, you know, you go to London, you go to India, you go to all those places. McDonald's is there. Yeah, and it has a local specialty. Yeah. I mean, even if it's just a different city, like across Canada, it's, the McDonald's is somewhat different. I think it's just a interesting way. It's, it's an interesting thing. It's well, an interesting it's, it's thing like to how see. I feel like... You go into knickknack stores, even if you're not going to buy yeah. anything, just to see what they think tourists want. Yeah. Um, or you go to grocery stores so you can see what weird snacks they have. Yeah. Um, that's one of my favorite parts of going to a new place is seeing what the mundane stuff is like um, because it's often, often very informatory and yeah. sometimes extremely delicious. <laughs> sometimes extremely delicious. When I was in New Zealand, they had a cookie, Kevin, that was like a sugar cookie. Covered in chocolate with a layer of toffee on top. It was so good. Sugar cookie? Yeah, is that a... That's a... Um, mil- millionaire bar? No, it's not. No. It was something else. Something something me and my sister got a lot in London. It was a million... What's like millionaire bars or something. They're really good. Cool. Real good. Real good. Now, let's do our topic. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Feel, I'm, I'm feeling it. You feeling yeah, it? I'm feeling I'm, I'm feeling this topic right now. All I'm right. all over it. I'm wiggling. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then how about you tell us what 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 you're wiggling on right now? I'm wiggling on the chosen one, Kevin. Yeah. So this is something that we've we've had pseudo. We talked about things like it. Yeah. But we're this is this is a hardcore the chosen one. Yeah. There's only one of them. Yes. Now there are different kinds of chosen ones. That's to right. To be fair, that's right. There is the chosen one, which is like a prophecy that tells that one person in all in, of history, in all of history, is going to be the chosen one. Yeah. For what? Eh. Probably some calamity. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> probably something terrible. <laughs> so, yeah. Probably if you, if you meet a real chosen one, you know you're living in the worst time. <laughs> uh. Yeah, but it will become the best time if you survive through it. If you survive through it, you I just got to grit your teeth and go for I it. I guess your best thing to do is that if you meet the chosen one, it's to go find a cave somewhere and hide. Oh, not caves. No, or not monsters caves. are. Yeah, there's monsters in caves. Towns. Get hide in towns. Nah, no, towns get you, obliterated. You don't want a big town, though. No, you don't want a small town either. You've got to go for a you, medium. You got to hit the mid range. If yeah. you're a small town, it's very it's very easy for that town to. If your town feels inconsequential, then it will be wiped. Then it'll off be the wiped map. off the map. But yeah. if your town is too big that it feels super important, then it's going to get destroyed. It's going to get destroyed. You got to find that mid range town. Yeah, you got to you got to ask your realtor. You, you don't want that hamlet. You want that village. Yeah, you, you got to ask your realtor and be like. So what would you say is the um, importance of this town? Would you say anyone like if you, on a scale of one to ten, how important is this settlement? Well, we think every settlement is important. No, no, don't lie yeah, to me. Don't lie to me. It's very important. I'm looking for a four to a seven. <laughs> I'm really looking for a four to a six, but if all I can find is a seven, that's okay too. I'll, I'll, I'll take a seven as long as I'm on the outskirts. Yeah, because <laughs> usually it's you know center mass. Yeah, the center of the center city mass. blows up. Maybe yeah. the outskirts is fine. Yeah. There's a, it's a game called uh, Dragon's Dogma. Yeah. Uh, and there's a moment where um, the town just like a pit opens up in it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's not great. But the edges of the town are fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. You just can't take shortcuts anymore. You got to walk around. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> into that ever falling pit. Yeah. It's called the Everfall. Oh, great. Yeah. Because when you jump into it, you fall forever. I mean, you don't fall forever. I mean, you. No, no, no. Your body falls forever. You will die. <laughs> you have no water and no food. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Fine. You got me. You don't fall forever. No. You fall for a forever for you. Yeah. You fall You're... for the rest of your life. <laughs> Not as long as you think it might be. <laughs> Yeah, you want you want to make sure that you have uh, have something like that. And if you're in the town, 
and a chosen one comes from that town, get out. Yeah. Get out. That town is donezo. Yeah, get out. If they're like, the chosen one was born in our town. Time pack, to move. Pack your bags, pa- leave. Just don't even don't even pack everything. Don't yeah. even sell your house. You know you know what? Screw packing. Just start running right now. So, yeah, just get out of there. Cause, cause, and then the second thing you do once you're out of there is you call your insurance company. Yeah. And you take insurance out on your house. Yeah. Because your house is going to be donezo too. Yeah. Because financial advice from the third space. <laughs> Look, he, here's how it is. As a chosen one, their hometown could either be destroyed when they're young to essentially try to stop them or motivate them as a youth or when they're old to give them the final push. Yep. You don't know when it's going to happen. You don't. So you need to leave. You need to assume it will happen as soon as possible. That's right. You need to assume. I mean, if you want to stay and pack, fine. But that's your risk. Yeah. We warned you. Yeah. So make sure you, they always. So there's always this like meta joke is the idea that like there's these prophecies that are like, oh, the chosen ones. Like how are these people remembering these prophecies that are from like 10,000 years ago? It's because you have to remember them. Because like and when late, the chosen late, one shows yeah, up, you have to realize how your life's going to be changing at that yeah, moment. Yeah, like if if there's a prophecy that's like someday a baby will be born and there'll be he'll have a dragon birthmark on his face, and then a baby's born and has a even if it looks like it's kind of a squiggly birthmark. Yeah, don't take any chances. <laughs> you leave that city immediately. Don't and very important. Don't try to hurt the baby. Don't try to hurt the baby. No, still the chosen one. Still the chosen one. The, the Chosen one's going to be fine. Chosen one, yeah. Chosen one will be fine. You have to look out for yourself. Yeah. You have to get out of town. Yeah. Get out of town. Call your family members. Yeah. Tell them that you've seen the chosen one. <laughs> I've seen the chosen one. Just get out of his way. <laughs> Find yourself a town that's like... Thir- if you can sell him just like porridge, great. Yeah. Don't get involved. <laughs> and also, be aware, if the chosen one finds you and asks you to train them, don't do it. Don't, no, 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 no. The mentor always dies. Yeah, you do not train them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, someone will have to, but they'll be accepting of it. They'll, yeah, they'll be accepting of it. If there's one thing I know that mentors of uh, uh, chosen ones are, they know they're going to die. Yeah, they know they're going to yeah. die. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, I'm training a chosen one. They're wise one. enough to realize it. Of course I'm going to die. But my death will usher in a golden era. Yeah, they're willing to do that. You, you're just like a shit farmer. Yeah. From North Van Haver. Yeah, you're a poop smith. You're a poop smith. <laughs> you smith that poop. You don't deserve any of this. No, you don't. You should live your life out with your family and just be a normal amount of happy. So when the chosen one comes up to you and like, hey, what do you do? You're like, I'm a poop smith. Don't come near here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a poop smith. I moved away from your village six times. Stop following me. <laughs> I have a question, chosen one. Do you feel like you're going to be coming back to this city a lot? Or are you just sort of passing through? Mm, I think I'm passing through. Oh, okay, thank God. Oh, thank God. Okay, good. Oh, man. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> How long have you been here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, since I was a child. No. Oh, no. <laughs> and then you just drop all your stuff you and You just run. drop your poop smithing tools. Yeah, for smithing your poop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you run. Yeah, and then you run. So now that we've warned you about chosen ones, <laughs> giving you our chosen one PSA. Yeah. Um, so one type of chosen one is there's one in all of history. Yeah. Let's let's do that one first. Okay. Yeah. So so one... how is how is this world? Well, there's a prophecy. There's a prophecy. It's been around since time immemorial. Yeah. Everyone just sort of knows it. Yeah. One day, yeah, the great darkness will come upon the world. Yes, and a cho- and a chosen one will rise up to defeat it. Now, here's the thing: you don't have to believe that prophecy. No. We, as the shepherds of this world, I guess. Yeah. That's a term I've never called us before. I mean, really, we're the... The poopsmiths of the world. Yeah, we're the poopsmiths of this world. No, we're the, we're like the um, Mother Earth, Father Sky type figures. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like Dibs, being... Mother Earth. Ah, damn it. It'd be the sky. That's dumb. It is. There's birds in the sky. Yeah, they're dirty. They birds are, are dirty. So dirty. They, are they dirty poop birds. in you whenever they want. And they poop on you whenever they want. Yeah, but they poop in you. They poop on me. <laughs> What's, what is grosser? <laughs> Judges? Uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to say inside you. That's fair enough. It's pretty gross. It goes in you and then out. So if they poop inside me and then go out of me. Yeah. 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 That's gross. It's super gross. Uh, there's a prophecy that something bad will happen and then someone will come by. And deal with it. Yeah. So the question is that once again, they don't know this is no one in the world knows it's real. We know it's real. Yeah. 
Um, so, so probably the world develops pretty normally, except for this ongoing prophecy. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it will because this stick is, around. This isn't a world either where prophecies happen all the time. Yeah, I mean, prophecies happen in our world. Is just nobody takes them seriously, and they d- tend to not really like come out. Yeah, like all, you know, 2012 and all those things. Yeah, yeah. It's usually not a true thing. Except 2012 wasn't really a prophecy. It was just the Mayan calendar ended. Yeah. I assume... And people made a conspiracy out of it. I assume the Mayan calendar ended because the Spanish killed them. Yeah, probably. Yeah. They just stopped planning. Yeah. At that point, they were like, "Mm, we'll we'll make more calendar in 2001 when we're still around. When we're still around, it'll be fine. When our empire is still standing. You know, you guys, we should probably stop building this calendar because... I feel like things are going to change in the long run. Which hundreds which, of years from now, maybe we'll add another month or something. Which say your name was Cervantes? Oh, interesting name. Oh, and who's your friend? Cortez. Oh, he's like, Cortez or Cervantes? Who killed them? Cortez. Cortez. Is Cervantes a real person? Uh, did I just name someone from Soul Calibur? I think he did. Dang. I, I think there is a pirate called Cervantes in history, but I think you're thinking specifically. <laughs> I think of the, specifically thinking yeah. of the care the ghost pirate from Soul Calibur. Yeah. Good job. Good job, Evan. And his Me. daughter Ivy with the whip sword. <laughs> yes, that's what Ivy's known for. Yeah. Her whip sword. Her whip sword. And very, very practical armor. <laughs> uh, that as the series goes on, it just gets more and more practical. Practical. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's especially made practical armor. Funny thing is that you look at the other characters in the game and she still doesn't even fit in with the other characters no, no, in that it's game. It's a sore thumb that sticks out the side of that game like a tumor. <laughs> I mean, the closest one I'll say is maybe like there's the like Greek goddess type girl who essentially wears a curtain. Yeah. Yeah, like a sheer curtain. Yeah. But even then, not, it's not bondage whip lady. No, it's not bondage whip lady. Anyway, that's some of the lore of uh, Soul Calibur Soul for Calibur you. For you. Uh, so I don't think this world is very different. No, no. It's just there will be a moment when... A darkness will Here, rise. What we need to decide when this darkness arises. Well, d- I, I in the think history I, of the world, when does it arise? I think, I think honestly, in the of things, it only matters for like this topic. Like it could arise at any point of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, do we want it to? Ar- I mean, here's the. <laughs> imagine Jeremy. I'm imagining. Imagine if it is currently 2018. It's 2018. Yes, and the darkness arises. Okay. Huh. Okay. <laughs> I just sorry. Just had a thought. Just had a thought about darkness arising. Yeah, you just you should have said it was 2017. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was following you. <laughs> it's 2017. 2017. And the darkness. The arises. darkness has arises. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is that like I know we're both we're both making comparisons to Trump. Yeah. But I'm still thinking of like Legend of Zelda, yeah, yeah, like yeah. JRPG darkness arising. I mean, so, it could be metaphorical or real darkness. Which don't means, know. which means, I'm I'm awaiting for the moment when um, Donald Trump's skin suit bursts apart and he becomes Baal, yeah, the demon Lord, of the fire, Lord of Destruction, Lord of Destruction, yeah. Baal. The children love to play with <laughs> Baal, <laughs> ba- Baal, 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 Baal. This is a burial from uh, um, Devil May Cry Four. Okay, yeah. His name is Burial. He's a demon. Yeah. Called Burial. Shouldn't it be Burial? It's, it's, it's B-E-R-I-A-L. Oh, okay, so it's Burial. So it's Burial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They clarify it. Okay, good. <laughs> as long as they clarify it. Yeah. Burial. Um, okay, so if we're saying it appears in the modern day. Yeah. Then, <laughs> sure, why not? Then what happens? Okay, so darkness arises. Let's yeah. go with, like, we're we're basing this off of, like... Skynet J- happens. No, no, Jeremy, we're basing this off Terminators of... come back from the future and kill everybody. Jeremy, hold yourself. John Connor. <laughs> Sell yourself. <laughs> is a terrible chosen one. Um, <laughs> he is a terrible chosen one. And who's a better chosen one? His mom. Yeah. Uh, it... She has her own chronicles. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no. There's uh, no John Connor chronicles. What I'm, What I'm thinking is that... Because we're doing this base off of like, um, you know the the stuff from JRPGs or um, 
How about this? How like about mythology. This? I'll, I'll, I'll quantify the calamity. Okay. A great dragon of shadow rises from the core of the earth. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that because it's, once again, 2018. Yeah. And, man, can you imagine? Sorry, I want to take a moment here because right? now I'm honestly thinking of that. If in this day and age. A dragon of shadow. A dragon of shadow. Burst descend- forth. Yeah. From the world. From the from the Earth's crust. From the Earth's crust. Probably right New York or Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, Tennessee. I mean, it might also just be the middle of the ocean. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of ocean. Yeah. So it bursts yeah. up from the middle of the ocean. Yeah. And it's just, like, starts roaming the Earth. Yeah. And remember, it's made of shadow. Yes, it is made of shadow. So your missiles and your bullets... Nothing's that's not gonna work. No, no. What you need is the chosen one. You need the chosen one. So what is the chosen one, Kevin? Um, well, it's someone who comes from humble beginnings. Yeah. They usually will have some sort of mark on them to let yeah. you know they're the chosen one. Yep. Uh, or all... they're or they're born in a very specific yeah. place, like we're, a monastery yeah, somewhere. We're we're going with like the obvious chosen one. There's the ones where it's like, um, oh, this is a secret chosen one. No, no, we're going with the chosen one. Yeah. They know they're the chosen one. Yeah, they know they're the chosen one. Yes. Um so they so they have a mark. They're yeah. they might be born somewhere special. Yep. They have there's some there's the circumstances of their birth are match this prophecy. And if this is the specific prophecy, when it's dark they glow. What? When it's this chosen one, because they're fighting a shadow dragon. We want that to be the prophecy? I mean, yeah, they're unaffected by darkness. They what if they just have night vision? No. They have to glow? They have to glow, Kevin. This is a chosen one. They can't just have night vision? I mean, the dragon does more than just make things dark. <laughs> okay, so they glow. I love, the, I love the they're unaffected by darkness yeah. because they are a flashlight. They are, they're not a flashlight, Kevin. They're a glow stick. They're a nightlight. <laughs> they're the light in the night. That's part of the prophecy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, we really didn't think this prophecy would be so literal. <laughs> they're literally a nightlight. Yeah, and a darkness did rise. So a darkness rises. We always thought it was very cryptic. <laughs> but it turns out it was just straight up honest. Yeah. <laughs> we we were upset at those people for writing down this prophecy in this way for so many years. How do you think humanity would, in 2018, would respond to, um, you know, a... Glowing child. Fake who is news. Fake news? Fake news. I mean, yeah, they'd be like, oh, it's not real. Yeah, we mean, have a shadow here's dragon. The thing. It depends where the child is born. USA, fake news. Fake news, quarantined by the government, maybe try to kill them. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Good Can- for us. Canada. Well, we got to study this now. <laughs> we'll just keep this under wraps because we don't want to make this kid's life harder than it needs to be. <laughs> Canada. Canada. Yeah. Uh Russia. We must tell no one. That's the chosen true. one has arrived in our in our within our borders and you, now we will you, hit, take control of yeah, the Yeah, you never know that they that there's the chosen one until yeah. they're an adult and yeah. very, very pro Russian. Very pro Russian. Yeah. Uh China. They're a public figure right away. Yeah. 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 Right away. Like, like I have to imagine that if there's the if the chosen one's born in any telling this, like if the prophecy is that well known, and it's already been clarified that, like, hey, the darkness has risen. We've been living in yeah. with this dark shadow dragon flying around. It just flies around and shoots its shadow fire at things and burns them to ash. Yeah. Like, it's it's a pretty bad time. It's a not a great time um, to be alive. I have to ima- imagine that when this uh, chosen one, you know, comes out, comes, you know, in fruition, yeah. that... Whichever country they're born in is going to be like, yeah, look, look at us. We got, we got the chosen one. We are the chosen people. Yeah, look, chosen one. Look at us. We're just so much better than everyone else. The chosen one. Yeah. Like, it's going to become very political very fast. It will. It will become very political very fast. But then, you know, they will be stricken from their hubris because the shadow dragon's just going to start wrecking that place. It's true. Once, yeah. once again, as we said earlier, <laughs> except for now it's on a country level because yeah. that's the way that this stupid world works. Yep. Is that like if if this first kid, thing that happens where they're born obliterated? Yeah. Second thing that happens province where they were lived obliterated. Third thing that happens country where they lived obliterated. Yeah, just working its way up. Yeah, you you 
And by the time it's trying to destroy the continent they were born on, that's when the Chosen One's finally good enough to fight back. Yeah. I I don't imagine... But he's like, I don't imagine the people... Uh, of the world actually being that aware of that, they're, like I, I can definitely imagine. Well, they're not aware of that. Yeah, them just being like, "Look at us! Look at this baby! We yeah. have the chosen baby! We have the chosen baby!" And you bring it to the UN, and you're like, "Now we are, we we have the chosen baby." Yeah, the, cho- the chosen baby is. We get a seat on the Security Council. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> this baby does. Good, 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 good. Yeah, like like the proper thing, like the the best thing that could happen. Mm-hmm. Is what happens in these games where the chosen one is discovered, and then someone's like, "Oh crap! I gotta take this baby. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta bring this baby to a monastery somewhere so got, no one knows we, about yeah, it. Yeah, we've got to move this baby out of yeah. the global picture for yeah. now. Like, so that is entirely dependent on who is around when that baby yeah, is born. What doctor is birthing that baby? Yeah. So well, hope- helping to birth the baby. Yeah. So hopefully, or hey, you know what? A doctor could give birth to the baby. That's true. Yeah. The two doctors in that case, though. Maybe three. Um, so, like, it's in Doctor t- Threesome Given Birth. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were all there when it was conceived. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Um, so, <laughs> so, it's entirely dependent on who learns the chosen, what, like, what the chosen one is. Yeah. Like, if... I if, mean, there's, there's clearly going to be at least one place in the world where people are really into this prophecy even yeah. before the shadow dragon rises yeah and it as long as the people who are good people yeah and know about that sect of people yeah then that's where you bring the chosen one yeah no it's it like that part is fine now the question is like what so the chosen one clearly has to be chosen by like a higher power so or it's random chance kevin do we think it's random chance I, I know i think the entire point of all these chosen ones things is that they're chosen i mean i think also the thing is is in this specific instance with the shadow dragon yeah um they're probably inextricably tied together okay right like if we're talking about creation of the universe or whatever yeah this shadow dragon was created at the same time the chosen one or the seed of the chosen one was created okay yeah so it's so presumably uh, man humble so they have to come from humble beginnings yeah, I think that's like a rule. Yeah, it's a rule. It has to be. It has to be humble beginnings. Yeah. So we're talking. about... I mean, everyone comes from humble beginnings, Kevin. We're all ejected from a vagina. Y- yes, but let's just say there are some beginnings that are less humble than others. That's true. Yeah, you could be ejected from a vagina into like a tub of silver, <laughs> and then die. Not molten. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't really know if even if it's not molten, liquid silver would be great. It's not liquid. Just just wait. What is it's this? It's a tub made out of silver. Okay, you can't say a tub of. That's a silver tub. Yeah, a tub of silver is something different, Jeremy. No, it's not. It's the same thing, Jeremy. If I say a tub of money, what do you think is made of money, or do you think there's money in the tub? I mean, I think you could say it either way. No, no, it's a tub of money. What if it was a tub of Kevin? Then, then there's a. Then I'm in the tub. Oh, okay. I'm not made... You're drawing a hard line here. Yes, tub of. It's a modifier. (laughs) (laughs) I I think the problem here is you're going really modern with this interpretation, and I'm sort of going Middle English with it. (laughs) That's why Middle English is dumb. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to argue that point. (laughs) Middle English is pretty dumb. (laughs) Regardless, what I think... What's going to happen with this world is there's going to be that huge turmoil period, yeah. and then the chosen one is going to win. Yeah. Well, sorry, very quickly. What I'm saying, what I was saying earlier, yeah. is that this child is not going to be born to the Gates family. No. Well, it might be. <laughs> Humble beginnings. I mean, if it's after the Shadow Dragon has already arisen, maybe the Gates Foundation and Microsoft has been annihilated. Okay, but you know what I mean. I'm kidding. I'm following it's you. Not. All right. I guess technically it could also be born to the to someone who was like very very close with the Shadow Dragon. Yeah. And then the idea is that they're betraying their family, their evil family. I mean, I don't think a Shadow Dragon has family. No, but the, but, but it's probably infecting but, people with the power. Yeah, of or shadow. worshippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh, definitely worshippers. Yeah, and and, pe- and people who are like, yeah, we uh, 
we believe in the shadow dragon. Yeah, don't kill a shadow yeah, dragon. We're, we're on, on the, your side. We're on the side of the shadow dragon. Yeah. I'm sure the shadow dragon will be down with that. He's a being of pure evil. And arrogance. And arrogance. Yeah. Yeah. He'd like some followers. Mm. He'd probably eat a few, but that's okay. <laughs> I do want to head off to commercial before I think we need more. to finish this specific spot. You want to fi- All right. Let's finish it. Yeah, I think, like, this is going to happen. Chosen One's going to win. Yeah. And in the end, probably the Chosen One is gone after. Yeah, they, they'll die doing it, or... Which means the world is rebuilding, and you have a new... Or they're a child again, you and have a new matters. You have a new messiah figure. Yeah. So, new religions will sprout up. Yeah. And then, people will be like, okay, well, that was the one calamity our world has to go through. There's no other prophecies, right? <laughs> Any other prophecies out yeah, there? Yeah, so there's no other prophecies, which means now everything is just people's fault. Yeah. Like, don't, don't get us wrong, it's not going to be paradise. No. It's just going to now be people's fault. Yeah, it's all people's fault now. Yeah, there's no more great evil coming. No. No, y'all did this. <laughs> Man, it'd be pretty cool. A story that's like in a world after the Chosen One. Uh, you mean like every story set after the Dark Ages? Okay. Yeah, it's basically it. I I guess? The Dark Ages have a Chosen One? No, but the, basically the Dark Ages is the idea that a bunch of knowledge yeah. and uh, resources were lost. Yeah. Right? And then the human population went way down in that area. Well, no, I, I, but I think the, the concept of, of a world after the chosen one is the idea that, like, the world had a calamity. Yeah. One person, and there's a prophecy for so long, there's going to be a calamity, there's going to be a calamity, the darkness will rise. Yeah. Darkness rose. Yep. Then a chosen one was born. Yep. They defeated the darkness. Yep. And now what happens? Now what happens? You now, now, you, now everybody knows that prophecy was true. Yeah. And the, 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 the evil of reality was destroyed. Yep. So now it's all your fault. So now what do you do? Well, you got to rebuild. Yeah. The thing is, is that people are going to bind together. There's probably going to be some sort of, there's going to be another renaissance. I don't mean physically. I mean like mentally in the sense that like, you know, the great evil of the world has been destroyed. There's your, your entire, the entire existence of this world has been based off of a prophecy that is now done. Yeah. And yet life continues. Yeah. Life continues after that. Yeah. It's boring after that. (laughs) Yeah. But it is an entirely new social order. Yeah. And it is it is sort of a Dark Ages scenario. Yeah. You know what's not boring, Jeremy? Commercials. Commercials. Today's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by Dance Moves. Yeah, cool things you can do, such as the... Sprinkler. Yeah, you could do the line dance to Cadillac Ranch. Yeah, you can uh, shop for groceries. You can wax on, wax off. Yeah, you can do, like, head spins. The twist. You can jive. Uh, jitterbug. There's all sorts of things that you can dance with. There's so many dance moves. Yeah. You have no excuse. You have no you have no excuse to not be dancing right now. That's right. You have so many choices. There are infinite dance moves. There are so many things. There are even untitled do. ones. Yeah. Ones that you can come up with. That's right. Yeah. Or you could learn classic ones like the Suzy Q. Yeah. Yeah. You can be anything you want to be. That's right. As long as you dance. You can dance. If you want to. You can leave. Okay, so that's one type of chosen. You want to try another type of chosen? I think there's so many different types of chosen. We have to at least do the cyclical chosen. Okay, so this is like the Legend of Zelda chosen. Yeah. This is the, there are, let's be honest here, Jeremy, three people. Well. Zelda's one of them. I mean, I don't think we have to do three people. With Legend of Zelda, well, you I mean, have Link, Link, Zelda, and Ganon. Yeah, they are three cyclical things that yeah. like the evil comes up and it comes up in different ways. Like in the, in the most recent one, Ganon was just like a force. Yeah, he was just a force of storm, the it, storm force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was the storm force. He was the speed force, Jeremy. Oh my god, he was what made the Flash go fast. What? Yes, <laughs> Ganon. I feel like I should play this game now. <laughs> uh. No, he's just like a a a being. Yeah. A thing. I like it. They call him Calamity Ganon. Yeah. Because he's just that. He's just a calamity. Yeah. It's really good. I like it. Interesting. Um, But then there's also, like, I think Breath of the Wild is very interesting with with the Chosen One because there's actually, like, a bunch of Chosen Ones. Yeah. Each from, like, a different tribe. Yeah. And then Link is just sort of, like, a guy. Yeah. <laughs> who's supposed to be, like, the like the protector of 
um, of, of Zelda. Cho- yeah, of one of the chosen ones. He's yeah. just the bodyguard, you guys. Yeah, yeah. But then he is his own chosen one. And it turns out he's the true chosen one. Nah, I think it's better if he's just a bodyguard. <laughs> and I, I, I will always love you. <laughs> you know, Link, you're supposed to be silent. Huh. Ha! <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) My favorite animation in any (laughs) and animation and sound in any Zelda game is in Ocarina of Time. If you fall just a little bit too high, not super, but enough that it injures you and you don't roll, you hit the ground and you just go thump. (laughs) (laughs) Should have clenched Link. Like, and then he just, just the sound he makes as he like stretches himself back up because he just yeah. lands hard on two knees. Yeah, and and like back when that came out, you're not used to having a bunch of different animations for things. Yeah. So to jump and just see you guys go thump <laughs> <laughs> as his knees just like buckle as as the physics of this world break because otherwise his knees would explode. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so I don't think there needs to be three specifically. But the, but the idea of this chosen is that darkness will rise. The, yeah, and the chosen, a chosen one will be born, and it's yeah, it's like a reincarnation. Yeah, yeah. In, I mean, in Legend of Zelda, um, Link specifically is always called Link. Yeah. Which, do you think, Jeremy? Yes. In the Legend of Zelda verse, yes. there's just a bunch of kids named Link. Uh, I mean, it's probably a fairly, maybe. Maybe he'll be the chosen one. I think it's probably a fairly popular name. Well, <laughs> the th- the thing is, is that in, not in every uh, Legend of Zelda world, but in some of them, people are aware of the hero of time. Yeah. And if there's a hero, who doesn't name their kid after somebody they look up to? Yeah, that's fair enough. And though, once again, technically. You can name him anything you want because yeah. it's a video game. Yeah. And you can change his name. People call him whatever you want. You tend, you, you, you can, can even call, call him the poop smith. You, you can call him my butt. Yeah. Because then you'll have Ganon saying, damn you, my butt. <laughs> damn you. I say just curse you, I guess. Yeah, but curse, curse you. you, my butt. <laughs> curse you. Now, Link, The Legend of Zelda is a farce. Yeah. I, there's not one person who hasn't, play, who hasn't played the game and that hasn't done like... I mean, you could name Link in my pants. <laughs> Curse you in my <laughs> pants. Yeah. 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 Or, or that's what she said. That's you could said. just be an immature jerk the entire game. Yeah. And all leading up to that final scene where he goes, Curse you, my butt. <laughs> Curse you, that's what she said. Damn it. <laughs> you have a dumb name. <laughs> So maybe the name doesn't matter as much. Though no. I do kind of like the idea of everyone just names their kid the same thing. Yeah. The hope that they'll be the chosen one. Why not? Yeah. But so, if the concept is that darkness, that you know, darkness will rise, is it the same darkness every I mean, single time? Here's the thing. I think not necessarily the same darkness, but this world is cyclical. Okay. It has to be. Yeah. Right? So there's a time of peace, then there's a time of upheaval, and then the chosen one arrives. Okay. So, right. so whenever there is like, so whenever there's something bad going on, here's the thing. I think it's specific bad things, but the people who are living I mean, the world don't know what it is. What don't know what that upheaval is. Yeah, like, and there's gonna be many upheavals. There's gonna be things where it's like, like, and yeah, a world war, huge upheaval. Maybe yeah, a chosen, maybe one. A chosen one. Appears. A border skirmish, probably no chosen one. But but here's the thing. There could be. What if there's a world war and no chosen one appears? Because then you're like, oh, maybe this didn't wasn't a like upheaval. Like, like it's it's hard to when you're in the moment see how big something is. Yeah, no, historians will look back at different events and be like, why was this a chosen one yeah. time and this not? Yeah, they'll be classified by like the upheaval. Yeah, like like maybe maybe at one point a chosen one will disappear and they'll be like, what's the upheaval going on? Is it? Here's the thing: the chosen one can also be the upheaval. Can they? Yeah, absolutely. If you have some what, sort of cite, cite your sources. Well, you could have some sort of state, yeah, that is corrupt, yeah, and the chosen one changes that. That's an upheaval. Y- yes, but isn't part of the concept that you have to be aware that the state is bad? 
Like, I mean, or are, are we are we saying that that the hero can come in and just be like, no, no, this is bad. I mean, I think you can look at things in history and say objectively, yeah, that this was not great for people. Uh, so, 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 like for instance, you know, when Stalin was in charge and sent literally like hundreds of thousands yeah. of people to the gulag, yeah, it's not great for people. No, no, it's not. Pretty great for Stalin. Well, yes. Not very great for people. Well, yes, but what I'm saying is that, like, what this means and what we're setting up is the concept that what this world has is some sort of cosmic power that want that wants things to be a specific way. Yeah. Because if he, if like, let's say, Jeremy, that somehow the world progresses to a communist utopia. Yeah. And it's like it's communism. It's all these things. And then a hero. Well, I mean, if it was a communist utopia, it would just be a socialist utopia. Oh, sorry, fair enough. Yeah, sorry. It's a socialist utopia. Let's say it's that. And yeah. like it's like everyone's like, yeah, yeah. And then a hero comes along who's like, well, let me tell you about Ayn Rand. No. Like, what if the cosmic power just has a different idea of what is utopic than the people in the world? Like, uh, we, we see we see that a lot of the times, especially with science fiction, especially for people who are writing science fiction. Who have different, like, thought processes. Here's the thing. If it's a higher power, Kevin, it's yeah. probably looking less at an end result and more about what how it wants the world to operate, right? Yeah, no, but that's, so, that's exactly what I mean. So, yes, it might destroy a utopia because a utopia isn't interesting, Kevin. So, so what we're actually talking about is a cosmic power that's just like, this is boring. Well, no, but I think – if if we're saying there's a cosmic being, yeah, and they created the world, yeah, that means that they created humans, yeah. And what do humans absolutely need since the like beginning of time, Kevin? What have yeah. humans always done? They always strive forward, yeah. But if you've reached a utopia, there's nothing else to strive for. But the point of a utopia is you don't have to strive forward because it's utopic. I know. So the, that takes away the reason for there to be humans. So I, then the hero comes in and destroys it. So or the chosen one, I guess. But the, the the point the point that I'm making the point I'm making is the chosen one could be a revolution. Yeah, and the point that I'm making is that that means that this entire world is at the will of a cosmic um, being that might have different ideas than the people involved in it. Absolutely, which is why eventually you have a Gurren Logan type situation where they kill the cosmic being. Where they try to. <laughs> Well, so, so there's a there's actually a cosmic being above that cosmic being, and they send a chosen one down, yeah. to kill that cosmic being. No, 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 it's not a chosen one thing. Yeah, that they they, cho- ta- they tap into the cosmic being's own power. You know, yeah, but then it's a chosen one. There's just a drill that would pierce the heavens because again. there's another one above it. No, there's like no, it's, no, no, they use its own power. It's cosmic beings all the way up. <laughs> it's like a Russian <laughs> nesting doll of cosmic beings. Yeah, yeah. The, At the bottom, there's cosmic fish. Like, like we. It's it is a world that has um, self determination, but only in a certain way. Yeah, because it is self determination. Like you can do anything you want, but it's more like it's more like a kid with an ant farm. Yeah, like the kid can't really push anything. Like they can't force the ants to do anything. Nope. But they can do stuff to the ants. Yep. That'll make the ants. Oh no! Like, it's a flood. Yeah. It's like oh man, these ants certainly are getting along. Well, that's not very interesting. They're not progressing at all. Yeah. And they pour some water on the ants. Yeah. Like, the point I'm making is that this cosmic being could be a dick. I mean, it probably is from a human perspective. Yeah. It's hard to say from a cosmic being perspective because neither of us are one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the thing is, is that it's going to have different goals. Yeah. Right? Like, is this a generational thing or is the cosmic being immortal? Yeah. I, and that's what... <laughs> That that's that's essentially the kind of like horror I'm trying to put out about this world. In this world, there's a lot of like existential dread with it. That if you are someone and you start, to well, you re- always know that eventually there's going to be another upheaval. I mean, here's maybe maybe the cause maybe the maybe that's the idea. Maybe the cause of being always just wants things to change. Maybe he's a chaotic like god. Yeah. But maybe the cosmic being just wants things to be one certain way. Maybe yeah. the cosmic being is super into libertarianism, <laughs> just super a type too. Super, yeah. <laughs> this cosmic being, this cosmic being, is just like I just believe everyone should be a libertarian. Yeah. You look, the free market will decide. You're saying that the cosmic being is Ron Swanson. Yeah, yeah. the The cosmic being is <laughs> the cosmic being saying like I believe that everything should be private. Why did you cultivate these vegetables? 
when I've given you a bounty of meat. Yeah. Yeah, yes. That's what the cosmic being is. Yeah. Except for less funny because he's in, cause he's a, you know, eldritch god. Yeah. That sends, that sends people down to <laughs> to upheave the world. I mean, the thing is, it, it could be a chosen one. It could just be a natural disaster. It could be any number of no, things. No, no, no. It's a chosen one. Yeah. Because the, cause the, cause that's, saying, the, that's the, the rule people isn't necessarily the chosen one. No, no, no. The, no, the upheaval is something else. Yeah. Like, once again, the only thing this cosmic god has the power over is sending a chosen one down. I mean, he, re- has, he has one button, yeah. and his one button is send someone down. Yeah. And the end result of that is always something changes. Yes, because the because because the chosen one is like it's just a it's just a smart bomb. Yeah, and that's all that this this god has. Well, here's a question: Is the chosen one does the chosen one have free will? No, because they're the chosen one. They have to follow the prophecy. Well, yeah, but prophecies are generally quite vague. Yeah. It's not like you will establish a liber- libertarian colony and you will take <laughs> over the world. Well, okay, here, here's what I'll say. I think they do have free will. They can do whatever they want. But if they do something that the cosmic god is like, no, you did it wrong, they'll send another chosen one down once that chosen one's dead. Yeah. Like the cosmic god's got as much time as they want. Exactly. They're- but what I'm what I'm saying is then is then the change that is affected is up to the chosen one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, the, the, once once again, as I said, this this is a kid with an ant farm. Yeah, they could take another ant and be like, "I put this ant in, and hopefully, this ant will make all these ants libertarian." <laughs> <laughs> so he drops a libertarian ant in. But in truth, that ant is a socialist, just like well, all the other. Well, ants. Unfor- unfortunately, that ant he thought he put it with a family that would teach him like libertarian like views, but instead, that family died, and he was raised by socialists. No, actually, what happened was that family was like, oh, you're a child. Fend for yourself. <laughs> and the child was like, libertarianism sucks. <laughs> yeah, so that, that can happen. And his grandparent that he really loved died because no one was there to take care of him because yeah. his grandpa was old and weak. Yeah, so the, the, the problem is that like if this cosmic god, wants, cosmic god wants that kind of thing, they literally are just like scattershotting chosen ones down. Yeah. What, what I'm, so what I'm talking about is like in the world, if you are like – a scientist or a philosopher and you recognize this pattern of chosen ones yeah then you then what if you reach the point in world in a thought process that there is same cosmic god that's really 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 trying to push something on the world and you don't know what that is i mean then there's two different thoughts right there's the one thought was like okay well this is obviously the end goal and since it's this being beyond our understanding maybe it does know best yeah and then the other one is like you can't tell me what to do yeah fuck you what <laughs> but like hey, but, cosmic being jog on up yours but i'm gonna moon you but here's what i'm saying jeremy what if there was wig my dick what around. if there was evidence that's right cosmic being <laughs> what if there was evidence zero fucks what if there was evidence <laughs> Scientist is hardcore. <laughs> He's mooning God. What if there was evidence of God, mm-hmm. but but not evidence of God's plan, and it's just like you just know that someone comes down every so often, and they usually try something. I mean, that's the nature of faith, right? Yeah. Do you believe or do you not believe? So so, but the the funny thing is that like. In which case, there's a giant worldwide war yeah. from the people that believe and the people that don't believe, and a chosen one comes to resolve that. Except for, the, once again, they will go with the people, I guess, who... Uh, it's, Here's the thing. You've done, like, a hyper-realistic, like, this is what this thing is. That's wants. the point of this thing! I know, I know. But the, but the thing is, is that it might it might be that this entity only wants humans to continue to strive. <laughs> so So instead of, like... Okay, maybe so they, like there might not be an end goal, yeah. right? So, so let's take it from a cosmic god who is like sending, pressing the okay, button, I who's think, pressing the button to send down people yeah. to be like, "All right, I have a, I have a plan I wrote out, yeah. but all I can do is just like send people in. I can't talk to them. Yeah. I can't do anything like that." Yeah. Jeremy's it's the equivalent of being like, "All right, I'm going to build a castle by throwing rocks in a pond." Yep. Yeah, and just hoping they'll well, land here's in the, the thing: it way. Pro- the cosmic being probably made the world it wanted to and found out maybe that it wasn't maybe. that great. That it wasn't that great. Maybe, maybe. Okay, I think the only way we can get a handle on this cosmic being stuff <laughs> is to talk about the only cosmic being we really know about, and that's Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> 
Okay, here's the problem if you have Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan is very, very confused by human beings. <laughs> yep. So he would well, be... Well, maybe that's it, though. Maybe there is no understanding. <laughs> right? Maybe it's like, okay, I'm going to send the chosen one, and this time it'll be great. But maybe maybe it's like the first Mass Effect game where Commander Shepard gets that message in his head, and he's like, what the fuck does this mean? <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I mean, if we're going to do it, we have to do it correctly, which, <laughs> which means, all right, I will send this person down. All right, Te- teach them all the will of Dr. Manhattan. I've given you this watch with a secret message in it. You'll discover it when you are older, young baby. Now go forth and be blue. <laughs> why, are, why are you just sleeping with all those people? I don't so, understand. So stop this, stop. You, stop it. You now appear to have some sort of gang around you. Oh, no. What is? What are you doing? This is... Did you create a cult? I can't watch this anymore. This is I'm not I'm gonna start a new planet back now. To, back to the drawing board. Back to Mars. Alright, maybe if this time I send the person in into a family and then I kill the family. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Let's try that one. It's probably an experiment. <laughs> Alright, baby. Alright, blue alright, big blue baby. <laughs> I send you forth and I shall hide your in, blueness this into time. Into the wild. <laughs> there you go. Oh, those those wolves just ate him. Oh no, Dag. Maybe I shouldn't have made him glow. What if every <laughs> What if every moment in like a JRPG is canonical? Like whether the chosen one is like killed by a slime, yeah, or they just stop at a certain point <laughs> because the game's too long. Yeah, it appears as though that he has settled down and now he's a pie maker. Oh, good. I that's, guess pies are sort of important. That's I. I I was hoping Why that... did you choose this? <laughs> Why? I gave you everything you needed. <laughs> I gave you a life full of pie. Why do you need to make more? <laughs> Are you not happy with the pie I have given you, my son? Well, other people, son. you're technically my son. I mean, I think that's actually, like, it, it's a joke for us, but it's actually pretty realistic to what I think it would be. Like, even if something creates humans, yeah. right? Is it going to have a perfect understanding of how we work? Probably not. (laughs) Like, I don't, like, you can say God is, like, all-powerful and all-seeing and all-knowing. Yeah. Right? But even if something could be all-seeing and all-knowing, does it know everything at all times, every time? I mean, presumably that's the that's the point. Yeah, presumably that's the point, right? But but, the, but, but the, the, if the, if that's the case, Kevin, yeah, then why not just arrange the world? The, the, Clearly, the, this being has some sort of restriction on it. No, yeah, and Jeremy, that restriction is that they can send down one person at a time, <laughs> and they can't communicate with them. Yeah, Jeremy, can you imagine how incredibly frustrating that would be? Yeah, if you Jeremy, imagine there's a room. Okay. You have a room, and your uh, goal. I have a room. Yeah. So you you're tearing me apart. You're outside that room. Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. You're outside that room, and you're looking into that room, and there's a bunch of people in that room. Okay. Now here's the thing. Your goal, your goal is to make make this, a movie. <laughs> your your goal is to get that room painted blue. You want that room to be painted blue. Okay. But all you can I, do, Jeremy, yeah. is send in a baby. Okay. <laughs> And someday that baby will grow up. Okay. And hopefully that baby will get everyone to make the room blue. Okay. That's all the baby can do. And the baby's name is Mark. The baby's name is Mark. Okay. The, well, the baby's name is whatever the parents want to name the baby because you have no control over that. That's true. I don't have any control over that. The only control you have is saying that a chosen one who has certain skills. They might be stronger than usual. Yeah. They probably have charisma. They might be smart. They might be smart. But you can't do anything else with them. Yeah. All you can do is send in the strong, smart, charismatic baby. Yeah. And it has to be a baby because it has to grow up. Yep. You can't send in a fully formed adult. Nope. It's a baby. Yep. I mean, this is definitely not the ideal situation for the cosmic being. No. <laughs> and that's what I mean. Like, like I, I think the cosmic being does have a plan. Yeah. Does have a desires. Yeah. Does have, like... Things on, but he's limited in he's so he can be he's limited in he, the implementation. He can be omniscient, yeah, and he can even be benevolent, yeah. But he's not omnipotent, no, because he has one ability, yeah, which is to send a baby in, 
Send a real good baby in. Man, I spent too much of my power creating this dumb world. Now I can't change it. <laughs> now, once again, Jeremy, we know who this comes <laughs> being in. So it's like, I sent this baby in. Why does he not do what I want him to do? Did I not impart the information into your head that you needed? <laughs> Come on, baby. Do your thing. Paint the world blue. Paint the world blue. <laughs> All shall be blue. Why are you making a movie? This is a horrible movie. Stop making a movie. Make Paint the room blue. <laughs> <laughs> like that song by uh, Eiffel 64 or yeah. 65 65 it was 64 last I time. see all timelines <laughs> and some it is 64 and some it's 65 and some it is 69 nice <laughs> <laughs> I think of the new rules whenever we have a cosmic being it's just Dr. Manhattan it's obviously Dr. Manhattan obviously it's, Dr. Fa- Manhattan. it's our favorite god <laughs> Our third favorite. space, our favorite god, Dr. Manhattan. Welcome <laughs> to the third space, the heathen podcast. <laughs> uh, Ruled over by our personal god, Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Why are they telling these jokes instead of painting the room blue? <laughs> I sent two this time. <laughs> I worked in a veggie at two. Now they're just doing dick jokes. I made sure it was not a man and a woman. <laughs> so they wouldn't fuck like last time. I guess that's not technically it's possible for them to still fuck. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> As per usual, I forgot about gay people. <laughs> Dr. Manhattan is not great with people. He's not. He's really bad with them. <laughs> Wait, I can just fuck a dude? That's much better. <laughs> I don't have to deal with Silk Spectre. That's right. <laughs> I can just be fucking a hot dude all the time. Nice. <laughs> And then the other me can be fucking Silk, Silk Spectre. Nice. There are so many of me. I have dicks everywhere. Dicks everywhere for everything. <laughs> Dr. Man is definitely pansexual. Oh, definitely. Yeah. There's well, no- I don't know if it's necessarily pansexual, because that's you're attracted to certain people, like, certain types of people, right? All right. Like, I don't, I don't think Manhattan, I don't think Dr. Manhattan is attracted to anyone. <laughs> but he's sexual. He's sexual. He's not asexual. Yeah. But it's the sort of thing. I'd, I'd I, say he's aromantic. Yeah, he's definitely aromantic. What I think is that Dr. Manhattan sort of looks at another person as a receptacle for his sexual <laughs> desires. It's not, okay. there's, there's nothing like going on in between the two people. Uh, well, actually, what, what Doctor, I, the best way to describe Dr. Manhattan's sexuality is this, Kevin. You're at a party. Yeah. You're sitting down. Yeah. Right? Somebody comes over to you, sits down beside you, and says, hello. And then right as you're about to answer, they say, I just want to fuck. <laughs> no strings attached. I we know, don't talk to each other. We don't learn each other's names. I just put my dick just, in you. I, I and just, then we're good. I disagree. Do you know what I think it is? I think it's this. Jeremy, you're at a party. Yeah. You sit down. Yeah. Doctor Manhattan sits next to you, okay. and he looks at you and he says, "You want to fuck?" Because <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it is. <laughs> like <laughs> that's that's the thing. He's <laughs> because. Well, that's Dude. the best joke you've ever made. <laughs> because the reason he has sex with Sil Spectre is not because he enjoys it. That's it's true. Because, it's because she, she enjoys, enjoys it. it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> he's <laughs> off working you're somewhere. To- you're totally right. Yeah. Yeah. No. He's he's somehow incredibly sexual, but because he's aware that other people are sexual. Yeah. He's like, you want you want sex. I will give you sex. Yes. I am a benevolent god. Because that's why he tries to have, like, the foursome with her. He's like, I thought you would enjoy this. Yeah. I watched it in a pornography. <laughs> I been, saw it from the future. Uh, I've been watching your dreams. <laughs> I see into your mind. Also, Pornhub. In 30 years, there will be an invention. I'm just trying to help. <laughs> I see the past and the future of banging. <laughs> I love this idea of the Dr. Manhattan who's just trying to help people get off but doesn't understand people enough to actually help them get off. I'll put off. my finger in your butt. Does that work? No. I could change my atomic structure to be female. Would that work? Please tell – no, don't tell me what you want. I'll guess. <laughs> Just like a regular man. Just uh, like a regular man. If you like that episode, uh, please give us a rating or review. Tell, yeah. your, tell anybody and everybody you know. Um, 
You can find us on Apple Podcasts or yeah. other podcatchers. Someday a podcast will go by and we won't talk about Dr. Manhattan, but today is not that day. I mean, it just fit really well. Fit very well. Um, if you'd like to talk to us about our obsession with Dr. Manhattan, our topics, uh, present or future, yeah. uh, you can tweet at us at Third Space Cast, where you will find, if you follow us, notifications on stuff that Kevin and I are doing. Uh, or you can tweet at us individually. I'm at Mighty Thews. I'm at Strawman K. Weir. That's right. Uh, and you can also check me out at The Guys From. Yeah. Uh, and also, I have another podcast. It's called Mystery Outsiders and Abs. Yeah. Yeah, we're both doing stuff. We're doing shit. You can check out our website. ThirdSpacePodcast.com. Or send us an email. ThirdSpacePodcast at gmail.com. And the theme song of the Third Space is... Ooh, um, Join us next week on the third space where Kevin gets his groove back. Rock lobster! Yeah, great. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. <laughs>